Welcome to the Filthy Spoon Podcast. I'm John. I'm Robert. Let's get to the sponsors. We got Willow Creek Custom Calls. We're running down the end of the stretch here where Brad's going to pull the promo code. So if you ain't got on it, I would get on it. Get out of here, Laverne. Get out of here. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cali Spec, that's the flagship of the operation, but he's got Mallard Calls, spec, or, uh, Honker Calls, Aleutian, uh, Snow Goose. He's got all kinds of cool stuff. So make sure you check him out at WillowCreekCustomCalls.com or give him a call at 510-610-7625. And uh, be sure to let him know the Filthy Spoon sent you, and you get that 20% off for a couple weeks more. So look all Brad up. And then on to Superior Equipment Repair for all your truck and equipment needs. We talked yesterday about, you know, we do work on half tons, too. You got a Chevy Ford Dodge, something like that, half ton. Bring her in. We'll take care of you. Peterbilt, Kenworth, Volvo, International, uh, John Deere, Caterpillar. We work on everything. So bring her on down. You can get us at SuperiorEquipmentRepair.com or call us at 833-343-7351. Can't forget old Adam Oliver, Pinto Ridge Taxidermy. Old Adam over there, he does some good work. Look him up on Instagram. That's where he does most of his communicating with the masses. And a good dude. He's going to get on here in the offseason for sure. I know I tell you that every week, but we mean it. Um, check him out. And he is offering. And we're going to have another one thrown in the pot today. This is getting to be kind of low odds for people to win this, but that's a good thing. Uh, somebody, one of our lucky guests, but other than getting filthy spooned, they will also <laughs> get a, somebody's going to win it, a free mounted bird. From Adam of their choice, obviously. At Duck Days, we're going to announce who wins that. So that's going to be pretty cool. And then last but not least, official left coast waterfowl. The two Jeremy's are over there peddling their swag, peddling our swag. They got their waterfowl widow line. They got their snow goose white stuff. But late goose is going to be important for some of you guys. So I'd get over there, check them out. Good dudes. Uh, they're kind of bros, but I like them. They're okay, guys. Um, they're good to us, you know, helping us, you know, spread the word of our podcast by selling the stuff over there and lcw10 for 10 percent off and that works on their stuff and ours so and i told you yesterday if you don't follow them on instagram give them a follow because they they're hit, trying to hit some number and they're going to give a bunch of stuff away so give them a follow at official left coast waterfowl.com and on instagram so all right with no further ado we got a guest today we got world renowned <laughs> mike kellogg Yes, sir. John, how you doing? It doesn't sound like this is your first time going through that spiel in the beginning. Nope, nope. We do it uh, every time, man. Yeah, I, uh, I almost don't even have to read it anymore. Right on, <laughs> right on. I kind of feel uh, out of place, so I'm not wearing my Crocs. I got my Hey Dudes on. Yeah, yeah. That's Oh, wow. Those are the high-tech pro ones. Uh, yeah. Fancy. Yeah. yeah, I know. I should probably get some of them instead of my <laughs> soaked feet walking through puddles of gridly bar to bar. But well, you, you do have <laughs> some nice, sick uh, yoga pants on. So. <laughs> it's a nice triathlon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we got Mike out. He went hunting with us this morning. It was uh, much like you guys might think. Yeah, yeah. Once again, I know you're sick of hearing it. We all are, too. But, hey, man, it is what it is. We, we, we did get uh, an endangered bull sprig, though. Yes, yes. Yes. We did. We, we did. did. But it was a good time. We sh- shot the shit in the blind with you. You know, uh, Robert went hunting with you a couple weeks ago. That was cool. And we're happy as hell you're willing to come up here and talk to us, you know. Oh, yeah, man, absolutely. When I first heard your guys' podcast, actually, Brad Jones turned me on to it, and uh, I loved it. Ate it up, and uh, just so happens, he, Robert was selected for a hunt, and he's the one of the Filthy Spoon podcast guys. <laughs> so, yeah, and then he invited me out uh, last weekend. I was tied up doing another thing with CWA's Veteran Hunt Program, and I said, what about next Sunday morning? And it worked out, and I've been looking forward to it ever since, and getting to know you guys and it was awesome it was a lot of fun being somewhere different first time ever in d10 yeah you guys got a good spot out here we yeah, swear there's awesome. more ducks normally we <laughs> promise <laughs> before we get too too far into this too we got to introduce uh you know what who mike is because we uh so oh, yeah. yeah we're just assuming you all know yeah what an idiot <laughs> go ahead robert you do the honors no so mike kellogg is the volunteer uh, veteran hunt program coordinator did i get that title right it's perfect yeah. all right yeah so the cwa uh, veteran hunt program mike is the guy behind the scenes that uh, makes that all happen yeah, yeah and he was on the cwa save it for the blind pod that cast a couple weeks ago if you guys ain't listening to that listen to that or watch it on youtube it's a good one yeah it's good stuff yeah 
So, yeah, we love Mike. We love the veterans. We love the work he's doing. Um, you know, we've been chit-chatting back and forth for a few months. He tried to get my daughter on a hunt. Didn't work out because she was here in November. Uh, but that's how we kind of started talking back and forth. And Robert already had a little bit of a history with you because he did a hunt with, through the yep. veterans program yeah. before. And then we're like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. He's cool. Yeah. And uh, now we're bros, man. So yeah, it's, it's all good stuff. When she is home on leave, we're gonna get her out somewhere, right? Whether it's fishing trip down south or something up north, something for any type of season. Well, right? we yeah. appreciate you hear that, Sharon. You're gonna get on something. So yeah, yeah. yep. Get home safe. Yep. And thank you. So, yes, thank you for thanking her, and thank you guys. Oh yeah, I've, yeah. This so is a cool. we had a pretty good. Uh, I mean, you know, the the hunting was slow, but. Uh, feel like mike you fit in really well with the in the blind this morning it was a lot of fun having you out there and uh glad you got to be out there but i want to hear a little bit about yourself before we get into the veteran hunt program so you were a fellow marine here yes sir yep and uh i think you came in a little little after me yeah i was uh 2008 to 15 uh and yes it was a great time this morning like-minded people that's always enjoyable um 2008-15, a uh, couple of combat deployments to Afghanistan, uh, literally been around the world twice, yada, 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 uh, outstanding job, love the Marine Corps, and grew up waterfowl hunting in the Pacific Flyway, shot my first duck at Sanborn Slough at the age of I think, 10, 11, something like that, with Dan Sozi, who was one of the owners of Sanborn Slough before CWA bought it. It was a Drake wood duck, and to just pursued... I've, waterfowl hunting since then right i mean i fell in love with it um went into the marine corps and i never thought that my time in the marine corps i'd be able to use uh, my military service and implement it with my passion for waterfowl hunting and you know networking with veterans and that type of a deal so uh, i live in stockton california um always been to the pacific flyway and absolutely love it I think that is so cool that the place that you shot your first duck at eight years old <laughs> is one of the properties that you help coordinate veteran hunts for. Yeah, it is. It's yeah, a it's, that is cool. When that place sold, there was a, a few, three or four different owners that I know of, and they sold it. And I was that was always my favorite place to go. Right, absolute favorite place, Sanborn Slough. It's like freaking Butte Sink. It's got everything. Right. Yeah. They sold it. I didn't think I was going to see it again. And then I got word that CWA had purchased it. And we could put in for general hunts and the general hunt program. I wasn't associated with CWA at all that back then. So I started checking that out. And that's actually how I came across uh, CWA's veteran hunt program is looking to apply for Sanborn Slough. And I saw the veteran hunt program probably 2018, applied for a hunt. My first hunt was at uh, Staten Island when Mike Peters was uh, head shit or, you know, spear point in the operation. And uh, I kept bugging him. I was like, I do this. Uh, I've helped out a bunch. Um, I love duck hunting, you know, I know the area and just kept bugging them. And so I started volunteer guiding for them. And, uh, I mean, two, three years later, there was kind of a change of command cause he moved out of state and it's been great ever since meeting guys like you, meeting a bunch of different veterans and it's been a good time. Yeah, no, it sounds like it. You know, I, we know you work your ass off in a volunteer, you know, aspect, but you love it, you know, and it's cool. You I, know? I do. I do. It's, uh, people ask, you know, why do you do it? that or you know so on and so forth and it's it's it would it's a dream job that i don't get paid for right <laughs> and that's okay i'm good with that yeah it's yeah i absolutely love it it's my passion talking to people is great you meet some outstanding people um i mean it's 100 percent full circle right i mean yeah. i'm i'm helping guys while guys are helping me uh and we're networking as veterans right which isn't always easy for some it affects people differently right not everybody's a combat vet guys that are vets they're people from all different walks of life but you come out, uh, you get selected for a hunt. Sometimes you show up Friday night. We cook you dinner, uh, network, and BS with the vets, have some drinks, wake up Saturday morning, go hunt. Sometimes you're going to kill a bunch of ducks and geese. Sometimes you'll kill one or two. Yep. And it's... Uh, That's hunting. Yep. It is. Yep. It absolutely is. Yeah, we've had a number of uh, different guys. Guys on their first waterfowl hunts ever. Um, we've got a Korean War vet that we took out this season. Another guy that we'll have at Sanborn Slough for the Veteran Hunt Weekend that's 93 years old. Wow. So, yeah. That's amazing. Stuff. Yeah, that stuff. is cool. That is cool, man. And Robert says these, you know, the, the regular CWA hunts are fine and you're cool and you're talking to people. But what he said, it's a little bit different atmosphere when you're a bunch of military guys together and then people are kind of opening up. And, you know, he's talked about that in the past. And I always thought that was kind of cool. The camaraderie maybe the night before is a little bit tighter because you got a, a bond. Yep. 
Yep, you know? I'd agree. I, yeah, the camaraderie is what I think we all missed most. Yeah. Um, you know that the structure somewhat maybe, but uh, the camaraderie and that bond. And you get 10 veterans or 15 veterans, including volunteer veteran guides, into put them into an atmosphere like uh, Denver Tenor, Sanborn, Slur, Grizzly Ranch. They don't know each other, right? And you give them about a half hour to an hour because it's always that awkward kind of yeah. silence in the beginning. Everybody's kind of get to know each other. Right. And then after that, they're exchanging stories about where they were in Afghanistan or Iraq or their time in the service uh, in Vietnam. And these guys are all back and forth. And you go through a one-day or a three-day hunting weekend. And before they leave, they're super close friends. They're hunting together for years yeah. after that. Um, and multiple guys have come up. I mean, there's a Vietnam veteran at our last grizzly ranch hunt, um, super good guy. And he came up and said, thank you for the hunt. And I said, well, no, thank you, sir, for your service. And he started to tear up. Really? Um, and it was because, uh, he said, you know, when we got back, there was nothing at all yeah. like this for us. And yeah. that, I mean, it gives me chills just talking about it, but those types of interactions with people and experiences that CWA's veteran hunt program is able to provide for them. It's just, I mean, it's huge. It's changing lives. That is cool. And that, you're so right. I think we talked about this once before. The Vietnam generation really got treated like shit. Yes. And as a society, this is one thing. We're fucked up in a lot of ways, but as a society, we are a lot better at treating our veterans well. I couldn't know? agree with you more. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think, I, you know, I hope I'm not misremembering this, but I think CWA has put on some Vietnam veteran hunts. They do. The yeah, yeah, actually. So we do that at Moon Lake Duck Club. Uh, which is uh, part of Lambertville, south of Norman Road between Delavan and Sac, south side of Sac, north side of Delavan. And every year, this is the second or third year that we've done the annual Vietnam veteran hunt. Uh, only Vietnam veterans can be, Vietnam veteran era veterans can be selected or combat veterans. And uh, they we put them up at Sanborn Slough on Tuesday night, uh, cook them dinner, wake up Wednesday morning, head over to Lambertville, and they usually shoot three or four different blinds over at Moon Lake Duck Club. That's that's so cool. I mean, yeah. it's kind of, you know, nothing can make up for the, you know, the treatment those guys got when they, they first got back. But it's a way to, like, show, like, almost a little bit of extra for them. Because, I mean, I, I do. I think they deserve it. Those are good. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of us short I mean, I, of yeah, weren't even alive when this right. shit was going on. But it's like, hey, we appreciate what you did back then. We're sorry. Yeah. Society. I agree. <laughs> that, we're, you know, we're going to square up with it, you know. Yeah, I agree. And I those guys are the real heroes. You know, you get into World War II, which we don't have barely any of those guys anymore. Korea, Vietnam. Those guys to me are the real, real heroes, right? For I sure. Mean, it was different wars. It was different than our wars. Um, but seeing those guys, because there's not so many of them around anymore, interact with each other is awesome. I would think. Yeah, yeah I would think, you know. And, you know, speaking of that, I don't know how, if it's put together by chance or how, and, you know, we don't have to get into that or anything, but, uh, you know, we, we don't need to see all your work. Um, but the last time I was on was Staten Island. One of the things that st uh, stuck out in my mind was like, there's a lot of guys my age yeah. who, who were like, you know, so we were in the service around the same time, you know, and we we're talking a lot of, a lot of Iraq vets out there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's kind of cool because, you know, your normal kind of day-to-day life, I mean, you know, we don't have the draft anymore. So it's not like there's a lot of, there's a lot of veterans as far as like there's thousands, obviously. Right. But and there was thousands, hundreds of thousands in, in the Iraq War, but you don't you don't just day to day talk to people unless you know your old military buddies who right. who are there. Like your neighbors are not like, oh yeah, you you know Fallujah, you know Baghdad. Like nobody's been there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. just you know take all the the you know whatever like you know movie scenes idea of of war or whatever. It's cool just to be like around people that have experienced similar things to you, have been been similar places. Yeah. Funny story on that. So. Um, random selection, uh, my goal for every season is to give at least one, each veteran an opportunity, whether it's an invite, if they can't make it, I'll try and get back to them, but give everybody an opportunity to go hunt. It's extremely difficult because we don't have a lot of property access. Um, we don't hunt CWA properties all the time. Moon Lake does a huge part of that. I mean, there's hundreds of veterans through there every season, but I'd selected a guy two seasons ago for Denverton. No idea who, you know what? I didn't select him. I, I selected one guy and he asked to bring a friend. So the friend that he brought, he provided me with that name, shows up to Denver 10. I look at the guy and I'm like, I freaking know you. Where do I know you from? <laughs> Turns out he was in the same unit in Okinawa out of the same freaking shop, but different platoon. 
and uh, was in Afghanistan the same time as me. And we both knew uh, same buddy Carson Holmquist, who was shot and killed in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, Carson was my roommate, wow. so it is just. And I would have never crossed paths with that guy again that I know of if it wasn't for Veteran Hunt Program. Wow, that's cool. It's, it's a trip, yeah. yeah. And you see stuff like that with yeah. guys, right? I mean, just on hunts like Staten, and guys are like, "Oh, I was here at the same time. I was here at the same time. It's freaking badass." Yeah, we had two guys from, uh, I, I think they're from one eight, one of the Marine battalions, kind of, you know, here on the West Coast, guys like us who are from California, you get put in West Coast battalions when you're yep. in the Marine Corps. And occasionally when they need people, they'll put you on an East Coast yeah. unit. And these were two West Coast guys that were put on an East Coast unit and uh, happened to be at the same hunt together. That's yeah. wild. <laughs> and now it's a trip. We had two guys at Calusa hunt. We had two volunteer veteran guides last weekend, uh, Army Rangers. I don't remember what they were with, and they're listening to it, and I'm going to screw it all up. But some, like, super renowned unit right that really? it's like not a lot of people are in yeah and the guy had a sticker on the back of his truck and other guy pulled up and he's like oh shit that's freaking ranger that's my freaking guy and he's like all motivated and then at the end of the hunt they're sitting there talking to each other doing whatever you know to each other for like <laughs> an hour and a half you know what i mean we started giving them shit about being you know boyfriends <laughs> and stuff but yeah yeah even better yeah 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 it's all it's just good shit man yeah but, well my buddy art that came to that uh he was army but you know i always give him shit because he's airborne and he he gets lost all the time so i'm like dude yeah. <laughs> you know he wasn't like a regular grunt had to hike everywhere i'm like yeah you know the plane doesn't just drop you off at this place dude you got to look on the map ahead <laughs> yeah, of time and yeah. think about where you're going yeah if there's any branch that loves the dishes the marine corps right because marine corps of course the marines is the most superior but that's right <laughs> oh yeah absolutely uh, yeah yeah but uh yeah well i mean we talked about it a little bit, but give us an overview, like a on the veteran hunt program. Okay, so uh, you can apply for veteran hunts on see uh, it. Go to cal calwaterfowl.org and you select um, go hunting or available hunts. You go to the veteran hunt program, click on that, and it'll be a, there'll be a drop down bar, um, and you can select. You'll have hunt dates and then hunts that you can apply for throughout the season. And the only prerequisite that was implemented this past season is you have to be a CWA member to come on a veteran hunt program hunt. So um, once you're selected, uh, we'll send out an email to you telling you um, who, what, when, where, why, what to bring, what to expect, so on and so forth. Um, and the only way that you have to become a CWA member is if you are actually selected. You can still apply for the hunts, but don't have to be a CWA member until you're selected. So... That's pretty much the gist as far as the selection process. Um, there's 80, 90, 100 hunts throughout the season that we'll do. Um, we've got volunteer guides. We call them guides, but they're volunteers. Only a few of them have their actual guides license. And uh, we've got places like Moon Lake Duck Club that will run seven days a week if the weather lines up. Um, CWAs, five or six different properties that will have three or four, sometimes one or two opportunities to go to during the season. Um, Typically, to, I mean, the hunt numbers are usually 10 veterans and then five volunteer veteran guides, um, other than maybe Grizzly Ranch and uh, the pop-up goose hunts. Those we can fit more than 10 veterans at times. And, That's cool. And, and the then, veterans that apply, they don't have to, like, what if they don't have waiters or they're not sure what to bring? I mean, I, I what I've told people, because um, I've referred a few folks into it who, you know, maybe they haven't duck hunted before. And I'm like, you should apply for the CWA Veteran Hunt Program. I tell them, listen, I would just, and I don't know if this is true or not. I'm like, I would just, if you get selected, just call them, tell them what you have, and let them let them see if they can help you out. Absolutely. Yeah, I get it pretty often. Guys, on, especially on their first hunt, um, they want to know what types of shells to shoot or they don't have shells. Well, federal, ammo, federal provides us with ammo to give to you guys everybody's on most hunts are going to get a box of shells to shoot typically 12 gauge if you don't have waiters i will find waiters for you or i know somebody who has waiters your size or we'll get them from cwa um anything and everything you could possibly need all all that you have to have is a california state hunting license with hip stamp california state duck validation and your federal game stamp signed um but everything other than that we will we'll provide for them yeah that is really cool i mean for you guys listening, well, I'm sure every hunt listens to this, but if you've got a brother-in-law or something that wants to break into it, we always talk about how tough it is to get into this duck hunting. Right. And if you served, th this is your in. I mean, you're you're getting yeah. like a free tutorial on how to do it. 
Yes. And you're going to meet some cool people. So, I mean, that is so cool to me that you guys offer that. I mean, literally, you've got a hunting license. Come on, we're going. Yeah. And that is awesome of you guys to do that, you know. Thank you. It's, a, it's an honor and a privilege to be part of it all. And if you guys are out there and you're listening to this and you have family members and you want them to get into hunting, I don't care if they have never stepped into the marsh or a rice field ever. Send them our way. Uh, look up my number or my email, mcalog at calwaterfowl.org, two L's, two G's, and uh, we'll get them hooked up. That is really, really cool, man. Um, and I know, like, in the veteran community, you know, we're big on trying to take care of each other. So when you talk about, you know, like, you know, guys, like, you know, if if, if we don't have waiters your size, you'll call around. I mean, yeah. you know, put me on that list. I got you see this gun safe behind you i got you know million waterfowl shotguns i'll 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 lend a gun out i don't care you know whatever we can do to to get someone out there yeah for sure i appreciate that and uh, we've done that before lent guns for some of our volunteer guides and i know uh you guys don't know it yet but you're in line to be volunteer guides next year hopefully you're all right with that but voluntold guides (laughs) voluntold Voluntold, that's good Uh, yeah yeah that's yes it's a perfect fit for sure and yeah thank you guys yeah, yeah well, I, we can talk about this a little bit, uh, right? Because I'm going to be helping you out in a couple weeks this year. Yes, sir. Um, as all you know or should know, my daughter's in the Navy right now serving, and that's kind of how uh, Mike and me got chat, you know. And uh, unfortunately, there was no room in Clinton's Army for this white trash idiot without a <laughs> high school diploma because I, all I ever want to do is go in the Army, but they – I didn't have enough gumption to go to school enough to, you know, it was kind of a requirement in the 90s. I almost, that's why I almost wished the draft was around because it probably would have straightened <laughs> me out a little bit better than the youth authority did. But uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I, I, I mean, I, my daughter's out there and I mean, I, I've always, I got family. My best friend, old Bert was a veteran. Robert's a veteran. I've respected the military immensely. My father was in the army. Um, always been enthralled with it. And I think it's kind of cool. Um, I, I opened my fat mouth to Mike and said, hey, and I meant it when I said it. So I'm seeing this kind of tongue-in-cheek. If anything I can do to help you with this, let me know. And he, I got something for you. You can be a guide on the veterans hunt. Yeah. And I kind of, oh, it's a little intimidating. I mean, I'm just an idiot. No, no. But uh, anyway, and I said, yeah, I'm going to do it. So I'm going to be helping down at the veterans hunt at Sassoon uh, Marsh. Yep, Grizzly Ranch. Grizzly Ranch, and I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm really looking forward to it, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. We uh, Last year was the first year that we did it, and we teamed up with Wounded Warrior, and it, we made a all-women's hunt because uh, I know it can be a little bit nerve-wracking, a little bit intimidating for some females to get involved in the waterfowling community and whatnot. So we make sure. an all-women's hunt, right? And I understand that. Um, uh, apply through CWA's Veteran Hunt Program on CWA website, and they're going to show up on Friday afternoon. Uh, feed them dinner Saturday morning they'll go hunt with their volunteer guides like such as yourself stay Saturday night uh, dinner as well and then lunch dinner all that fun stuff drinks and then go hunt Sunday morning and then they call the hunt at noon so perfect opportunity for women anybody who wants to get involved as long as you are a veteran active duty uh, bring it on we're ready for you no, that's cool. And I'm hoping I can kind of break the ice because I'm a big goon-looking idiot. But I'm hoping that, you know, these gals, hey, my daughter's serving right now. I'm hoping that, you know, kind of why I'm out here. I hope that breaks a little ice. Yeah, it does. It you totally know? does. And it's it's your way of not being able to give back to your daughter directly, but it's your way of directly giving back while she's gone. Yeah. And I got a lot, immense amount of respect for that. Yeah, and I'm hoping some schmuck one day's taking my daughter on it you know what i mean a hunt helping out you know yep. I, like so no i'm really excited about it looking forward to it should be a good time get my little laverne a little bit of extra work and yeah laverne you know, was bored this morning a she bit. was man a little neurotic doing her whining walking around crap she's finally laying down now but <laughs> oh yeah she's chilling out yes but well there's a there's a way that everyone can get involved here in a, a month and a half two months from now i guess um we we have a so you do an annual fundraiser for specifically for the California waterfowl uh, veteran hunt program. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, called the America's Freedom Fighter Banquet. It's in Lincoln, California. It'll be on March twenty third this year, of course. Um, McBean Pavilion is the venue. Uh, I don't remember ticket prices, but they're pretty fair. And prime rib dinner, open bar. Our committee is made up of ninety to ninety five percent veterans so these guys take a lot of pride in this banquet um, bring a lot of veteran 
stuff uh, for people that you wouldn't traditionally see at other CWA banquets. Um, and this, the revenue generated from this banquet is how we establish our, um, our funds for the next season to run the veteran hunt program. So everything that we make off of this banquet goes hundred percent back to VHP. And that's how we put on these hunts with dinners or breakfast or, uh, hats, coins, socks, stuff like that. Uh, that's awesome. Well, we can't wait. We, uh, filthy spoon has a table. So, uh, hopefully some, some of our listeners get a table too. Come say hi to us. Yeah. Yeah. If you're there, we're going to be there. We can't wait. We're going to be plugging it right up till it's, damn near you know sold closing out, the yeah. doors when it's sold out you know please please do come join us guys i it's it sells itself out um so get in while you can uh we don't ever want to turn people away i actually looked at a bigger venue for this year just because last year sold out like five or six weeks before the banquet really? itself okay. yeah but uh didn't go through so we're going to continue it at mcbean pavilion and it's a great time for all uh mandy's models will be there uh seth siever will be there um it'll be a really good time that's oh, good yeah, yeah we can't wait yeah and it's, we got a big i mean i work in lincoln so it's for your equipment repair has a presence there how to get mcgrath get off his wallet and buy a table too yeah we should have two yeah. tables out yeah, there yeah we should yeah, yeah i should I'll, I'll get on that and i'll start hounding and shaming get him to <laughs> yeah so yeah well, just show up with your wallet folks because uh you got to be bidding on some of this cool stuff i always got to be careful because i drink too much and i start oh bidding. man that so open got bar that, that helps yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> tactic works on me hey you know where i'm gonna put the filthy spoon table right <laughs> right right by the, the bar. bar yeah, yeah. Yep. oh boy yeah i love artwork man and i'll find a picture and that's mine i got in a friggin big old dick measuring contest with some high dollar guy in fall river a couple years ago and oh. i ended up missing it but that asshole paid probably 1500 dollars more than he should have for that pay hey, oh yeah <laughs> well you're uh i know you call it the crack house but your house isn't a crack house your house is fine but it's like a little duck club in there you all the artwork and stuff it's cool. yeah because i'm just it's just me so yeah i i put what i want on the wall there ain't gonna be any girly shit it's all duck stuff on the wall. <laughs> if it was up to me my house would look the same way and i've tried i've got a little bit of touch of duck in every room right uh but of course like the third bedroom is like my duck room right with my yeah. safe and all the bs but i kind of try and implement it everywhere and some things she's okay with and other things just show up so <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah she doesn't know there's a couple of geese on the way that'll go in the living room ah perfect yeah, yeah it'll perfect. be a battle yeah, the only female in my house now is Laverne, and she doesn't seem to complain about any of the ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Starts barking up the mounts once in a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Comes back with a decoy in her mouth. <laughs> Remember when she was a puppy, like one of the first seasons she hunted, she'd, she'd get decoys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a girl. She'd be bringing back decoys. <laughs> Luckily, she outgrew that. But yeah, because I hunted her before she was a year old because of where her birthday was. She was born in December so she went to school in like May, and I got her back the week before Northeast opener. So she wasn't even quite a year old yet when I started hunting her. And so, she, yeah, she did some goofy puppy things. She still does. She's a weird dog, man. Barks at garbage cans. and Yeah, yeah. Takes on the attributes of her owner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Loud mouth. <laughs> barks uh, at everyone. I got the same thing with uh, Cooper. He'll be three in April, but mine's kind of just uh, 180 degrees as far as when they were born. But... I started Cooper early too, and he loved his decoys before he went to the trainer for three or four months. Right? Yeah, love bringing him back. Yeah. yeah so I saw your dog at Satin Island. That's a big boy. He is a big boy. Oh, it's another thing with the uh, the banquet. Um, Cooper uh, is a lab out of Buzzard Hill Labradors in Lincoln, California, as well. A guy named John Dole heads up that operation. Uh, Coop is a big boy, but he's got uh, pups that are a little bit smaller in size as well, and there will be at least one. Uh, yellow or black lab puppy at the banquet. Oh, um, those are always a sucker, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, big yeah. time. Some dudes yeah. are with, with a dog that he don't want, but Bro, it's the women, wants, yeah. yeah. It is. It totally <laughs> is. Yeah. I mean, my, oh, dude, my wife's going to be there, too. We, uh, oh, oh, no. You're getting another dog, Oh, oh no. <laughs> I made a mistake two, no, three years ago, the first year that I t uh, took over as a chairman on the Freedom Fighter banquet. So we, we lost a dog, right? And then I went and found a dog that was out of Lodi. And... We so long story short, I had a kid. We have a, a daughter, our daughter was like a year old, right? And my wife absolutely loves animals, right? Like, we have a freaking bird, we have a cat, we got uh two dogs, and we would have a whole hell of a lot more if it wasn't for me, right? <laughs> and uh, so I bring his puppy home that's like eight, nine weeks old, and my daughter and my wife are like all about it, right? And yeah. I'm like, nope, 
no, nope, got to go. So I hit up the committee in a, a mass text, and I said, hey, who can watch this dog until the banquet, right? There's like three weeks, four weeks till the banquet. Well, a guy and his girlfriend rogered up for it, and they live in Sac. Dog went home with her. She fell in love with the dog. She came to the banquet, was holding the dog, taking the dog around, telling people the dog doesn't like water. Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, big time, right? Hates and, feathers. Yes, man. It's like the dog it just chews everything, and it's just this doesn't show any interest on birds. Very, very gun shy. Yeah, right. And so they, she, had, they, this guy bid on it, a buddy of mine, and he ended up not getting it. You know who who bought the dog? Uh, 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 Suarez, Ivan. Oh, oh, no Ivan bought it. So he's oh, that yellow dog. dog? Yeah, he's got oh, that. Oh, I, I just reposted a story he posted with that little dog today. That's hilarious. Yeah, so Ivan from Salinas Valley Outdoors. Uh, what's the, up, he coined Ivan? the term Norteño Shoveler. Yeah. <laughs> I got to meet him. I talked to him, like I say, 10 times a day on Instagram. I got to meet this guy. He oh, sounds like a, a Mexican guy. version of me. Pretty much. You nailed it. <laughs> yeah, he showed up to a high. He's on the tier system, too. He self identified. He's self as a 3'9. Yeah. He showed up in like a pink flamingo shirt to Denverton at one point and like hair down to his shoulders right kuyu vest that looked like he like a uh saw in a sausage casing right he put on a little beer weight but uh, i love that guy he's a great guy but anyways he ended up getting the dog i think the dog's been doing a great um for it but uh thank god thank you john dole for holding on to that pup until the banquet so none of us have to hold it that's pretty funny his wife is sabotaging it man oh big time oh yeah. that's hilarious yeah oh i have a dick care no I go home with me yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, oh and you know what took that too so ivan was uh having fun in his festivities at the open bar and came up to me afterwards and said uh he was messing around of course because his wife was one that bought the dog but um, he said, I'll trade you the dog for a trigger or something. Well, the girlfriend <laughs> heard this and it was like the end of the world, right? She's crying and bawling. Oh, no. oh my God, it's going to a bad home. And I was like, I got to go do that over there. Sorry. But of course, dog went to a great home, right? Oh, that's hilarious, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah if we, if you guys don't know who we're talking about, Salinas Valley Outdoors, follow him on Instagram. Great guy. Good sense of humor. I love interacting with him, so give him a follow. Salinas Valley Outdoors. How he come up with that, I don't even know, but that's pretty it's, funny. That that handle in itself is pretty funny. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I told, uh, you know, I'm kind of out and I'm a little bit, but, uh, well, I'm out and two people here. Look at this. But, uh, you know, at the Staten Island, uh, I was telling John how, you know, our buddy Art, who we love, he, you know, I said he's late and lost for everything. <laughs> late and lost. And sure enough, he was the last person to check in. But really, he was the second to last person because Ivan came stumbling down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> stumbling down at the very uh, end. Yeah, you guys look ready. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, and we able, we were able to get your buddy lost as well. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. Man, that is cool. And man, that that veteran hunt program, I'm just uh, it's uh, it's so fun. It's it's fun just meeting people. It's not like the the hunting. It's almost secondary to the to the social it is. aspect to it yeah it totally is it's uh we talked about that in the uh, last with golden beaver and those guys but um the the ambiance the camaraderie the people that are there and then you go hunt right and if yeah. whether you just absolutely slay the birds or you do okay you know it's every it's a it's an outstanding time for all i think it's and and i've you can't really put words or a a, a, a finger on what that is to people um, but some guys just get it, you know, and it's like sitting in a duck blind, three of us or three of your old buddies. Nothing gets much better than that. I agree. No. You know, like I say, this is the first time I've ever met you. And I mean, I was comfortable as hell in the duck blind. Oh yeah, me too. There. I mean, we're just me too. like we hunted together a hundred times the way I felt, you know, yeah. and it's just, yeah, we even sat and watched two widgeon fly over and all hesitated <laughs> to shoot. Yeah. These films, well, he's a guest. I don't blame him, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much these guys. I think these guys like to conserve and watch. I'm not really sure about these guys. I'm you know, it's been so <laughs> so little that we've seen a duck. When I see one, I'm more of an awe of it, and I don't even think to fucking grab my gun. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're after, right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's thinking, "Why ain't this motherfucker shooting?" He's on the end, and I'm just down there. Well, wish they're a little closer. Uh, uh, no, we wanted to, Robert wanted to center up. I get it. Uh, I totally no, no, I'm the wrong guy to wait. That's why when people are like, "You call the shots," I'm like, "No, you don't want me to call the." Well, I, well, I say we're about influence because I'm I'm very similar yeah. to you, so it's kind of good to have a you know guy like Mason or 
Curtis, you know, shoots it shit a hundred yards in the air. That's yeah. true. But, yeah, better but to it's have someone that you have to hold kind of even people out. But him and I will sit here and oh, maybe not. Oh, <laughs> should we <laughs> give him pass number six? Well, or it was only ten go? yards. Let's work him around one more time. I really yeah. want him in the blind, and then I just grab him by hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then I can evaluate the bird and see if I want to let it go or, or yeah, I'll keep this one. Yeah, yeah, hold on to it. We got to make a deal. The rest of this year, we're going to be assholes, dude. If it's anywhere, yeah, if it's anywhere remotely near, we're fucking shooting. Because yeah, that was a missed opportunity today. They were a little further, and I like to shoot, but hey, you know, beggars can't be choosers. It's not, this it's not that they're further. They weren't center. They, no, I agree. Yeah. It was a funny angle. They, they it was far. a weird they angle. Been, weird for yeah, everybody. Swing, and yeah. you shoot lefty, so that would have been, well, that would have been good for you. Yeah, because it's going Bad for way. him. Oh, yeah. God. I was in the blind with two left-handed shooters today. And we were both aiming towards you, too. Yeah. yeah. What bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm riding bitch between two left-handed guys. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're a lucky peer in the middle today, too. Yeah. yeah that's where you oh, like he, to be. He's the tallest. I think he, is he taller than you? He no, taller than no, no. I'm a, little, a couple inches taller. Uh, gentle John. Yep. These, these guys got some great duck blinds. I'm not real tall, but I can actually see out of these ones. <laughs> and have to bring me a pallet or anything. <laughs> <laughs> a pallet? Yeah. yeah, I haven't been in a blind with a pallet in a while. That used to be a thing. You put oh, yeah. the pallet on the ground for the juniors and the short dudes. Yeah. Oh, I got a, a text from Chad Hall. Look at this. Oh, might get shit done. Dang, that's <laughs> impressive. Oh, he's mailing me a, a written apology for getting back to me late. Good. I'm glad for it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, nice. I don't know if Chad listens or not. He came on here one time. He's a cool I'm sure guy. he does. I yeah, he could him. do. Him and I went to dinner at Duck Days because he was staying there in the hotel. I couldn't get him to go to the bar with me. Didn't you stay at the hotel, too? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't driving out of there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't want Calusa PD I, yeah. after you. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. That's a two-horse oh, town. They're going to get you dude i got lost did did i tell this story on here no let's hear it so i went to duck days i had dinner with chad hole and he chad hole's pretty straight up dude he's yeah. not a degenerate at all no he's cool cool though yeah. we just went to straight up dinner you know had a steak i had 19 beers i think he might have had one he goes back to his room he's working the booth next day all right man i'm heading down to you know jameson's on fifth or whatever that bar is and i ran into the damn uh the cupped up custom guys oh yeah. yeah yeah those guys are cool man yeah. and uh yeah I, I think we talked about this but it's been a while and so i'm in there and i go in and there's rap music playing and stuff <laughs> and i'm like i right, get the fuck out of here i'm heading back to my room well one of the dudes comes up i'm wearing the filthy spoon and hey filthy spoon ah, start talking with him well those guys they might not look like it but they're honky tonkers dude one dude takes over the jukebox and plays the saddest, slowest shit you can think of. I thought he kind of flapped the hat on stuff. I was thinking, oh, no, he knew all the old honky-tonk. And he blocked that jukebox off from all them punk kids. And they, right, This fan. sounds like my <laughs> Pandora station right here. <laughs> so I hung out with them guys all night, and then I left. And includes a small town. I left the bar. There's a little street. You go back to the motel. I was like a block away. I got fucking lost, <laughs> wandered all around Calusa, the background. I'm like, where am I? I think those 19 beers might have had something to do with it. Bit, yeah. That was just dinner. Yeah. <laughs> then, so I want, I mean, I'm wandering around for like 30 minutes, like, where's the motel by myself, you know, because I left them guys. And I lost my fucking phone. And I didn't realize this till the next morning. I'm like, oh no, where could this be? And luckily, one of the kids at the DU booth was pretty tech savvy in the find your iPhone shit. And so the next morning, you know, I stumbled back down to Duck Days. Hey, uh, I lost my phone, you know. And uh, <laughs> the guy, well, I'll help you. Well, it was like four blocks past my motel. Whoa. And laying right in the corner. Luckily, I wasn't in the road. It was like next to a fire hydrant. I must have tripped over or something. <laughs> and my phone was just sitting there, just chilling. And, you know, he, you know, we got my pickup. And he's like, oh, go this way, go this way. I'm like, dude, why was I way down here? I passed my motel like freaking <laughs> half a mile. <laughs> anyway, that was fun. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it together a little bit more this year. You take a leak by the fire hydrant and put your phone down. That's, like, that's what a, I'm thinking. That must have been. That was a very odd deal. Thank God I found my phone. That sucked. But yeah, that's never too, fun. Right? Yeah. Uh, that's a good duck days story for you. <laughs> <laughs> I promise this year I'll be uh, more refined. I got to hang out with that guy in duck days. <laughs> <laughs> oh man we had a blast man it was fun it's gonna be even more fun this year i can't wait man i'm hoping all you listeners go to it you should 
Oh, and wow, I guess we can do a shameless plug on our little promo yeah, deal. Sure. Yeah, uh, we talked about it yesterday. We're going to talk about it again real quick. Um, Ten bucks. That's cheap. Yep. Uh, we've already had a couple people buy some, and this is kind of a shameless deal, but we told you why we're doing it. We're trying to raise, you know, the war chest funds for duck days so we can give more shit away. Um, you buy a ticket, hit me up on Instagram. I'll give you my Venmo stuff. Ten no, no, bucks. No, no, you no. Get you a buy a sticker. Yes. Not a ticket. Use I mean, that's right yeah. now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we've got to keep Overlord Newsome happy. Um, <laughs> yes, 10 bucks. You buy a ticket, which might sound expensive, but it ain't. Because by buying this sticker, you get your name thrown in a bingo wheel thing or electronically. I'm not sure how we're going to do it yet. And you get to come bird watch with us the last Saturday of the season. Can't promise anything good. The way it's been looking, it's been rough. But, hey, with this cold weather, it might be good, might not be. But it's going to a good cause. So if you love us and you like this show and you want to support us, 10 bucks, we'll mail you a sticker. We'll, you know, whatever we're going to do, we'll get you your sticker. And you get a chance to go hunt with a couple idiots. So I think Mike would say we're not too bad to hang out with. Oh, so. no, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> he doesn't give himself remotely enough credit. Great time with these guys. they got a beautiful property out here in D10. Uh, five blinds, something like that? Th three here. Three, three, three on here. that property. Yeah. yeah. There might be five, but we only hunt three of them, huh? There's four, four, technically, four. but yeah. Very cool spot. Yeah, well, I was going to put a fourth one up this year, but uh, the season just hasn't been what we wanted to be. No, Any yeah. other season, that fourth blind by that uh, yeah by that other pond that we never hunt, I was going to put one there, but it's just not. Yeah, this isn't the season out. to experiment. Because, yeah, during no. the drought, when we weren't sure if we are going to get blind, watered or other properties, we are going to try to, right, we're going to have to add something here because we got water, and we never ended up having to pull the trigger. But we, we're, one year we're going to have to do that. I yeah, think that would no, be good. A, a normal year, the ducks stack up in that pond. Yeah. 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 This is just a, you know, it's a hard year to to gauge anything on. Well, it feels like all we've done is wait. I know. <laughs> oh, it's going to be next weekend. Oh, they're coming down. Yeah. Heard they're coming down. Maybe the oh, Veterans yeah. Hunt weekend, huh? Yeah, that yeah. I mean, so so for the Veteran Hunt program, I mean, the Veteran Hunt program was around before the Veteran Hunt weekend. But now that the Veteran Hunt weekend's in play, I mean, that's got to just put the Veteran Hunt program on steroids as far as you it, know, activity goes. It is the busiest weekend or week. It's not that weekend, but the week, two weeks before. Yeah. Um, because. Instead of just on any given weekend where there's either a CWA property veteran hunt or there's Moon Lake Duck Club that's going on or like a Sabaya hunt or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, I was going to mention that. Give a shout out to Mark from yeah. Sabaya. Yeah. Mark, I think we owe you a couple things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I heard. I heard. Um, all these hunts are on the same two days. So, yeah. Or sometimes they're just a Saturday. So you've got, I mean, off the top of my head, probably. Just in the CWA properties alone, like seven hunts. So you can put 70 guys there and then private property hunts. Uh, you can tack on at least another 50. So really? on any given veteran weekend, you've got um, probably about 150 to 200 guys that are out in the fields. And that's no joke. So that's it's cool. just pushing those guys left and right and the other. And if um, you, know, you guys for some reason don't get a good refuge draw or you're not selected for a veteran hunt program hunt, look me up there's there's guys that will cancel last minute which we hate to see but there's spots that we've always got to fill whether they're on a cwa property typically those guys will show up or uh other properties like uh, lucky seven uh sabaya 111 down south there'll be all types of opportunities for the veteran hunt weekend so look me up and uh we'll get you out that's good yeah. I mean, he's obviously busy that week, and when he's digging in the dumpster for guys like me to go out and help guys. So, <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. so help him out, volunteer, you vets, get out, give him a call. You know, he'll get you and, on. And, there's, and hopefully this, you know, just this episode alone helps it, but there's still a lot of guys that I've talked to a veteran this week that is a duck hunter, hasn't hunted the veteran hunt week, and he's in our club. And I was like, dude, bro, first off, you know, the rice, on it, I'll be honest, the first year of the rice, we slayed them. Ever since then, it's been, man, it hasn't yeah, been. We what, start losing yeah. water pretty quick. Yeah, it's, it's been it's been rough. But I'm like, dude, you, you put in for refuges, you're going to get drawn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, these, like any veteran duck hunter needs to be duck hunting that weekend. It's amazing. It's a yeah. great weekend to do it. It is, yeah. It's like, I mean, if you guys are duck hunters and you remember junior weekend and how good that yeah. was, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. Over, got over. men out there and yeah. women pulling the triggers. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's true. It's so so true. I talked this guy into doing it this year. And uh, I think a couple years ago, I 
you you weren't I, I just sent it to the veterans in our club because one of our you know our our ponds tend to lose a lot of water about that time they start pulling boards but uh, one of our members he has a family member that has a rice farm that is holding water then and and he was kind enough to offer anyone that needs a spot to oh that's cool yeah to go that's you know cool. let me Good. know and we uh, would offer it if we had good hunting. Yeah, I mean, it's we just, just a, don't. We don't usually have water. And, yeah, typically they're pretty yeah. shallow ponds by then. I think uh, last year, because we've been hunting the rice the last three years on Saturday, and then thankfully on the uh, Sunday, we a couple guys in our club through a through one of the veterans, uh, our friends. He's friends with a guy that has a, a a different club that we hunt, and and we do pretty well there on the Sunday. But we've been hunting the rice the last few Saturdays, and it's been pretty slow to be honest with you yeah yeah but it's, it's fun i mean it's kind of like it's almost like dove hunting as far as the atmosphere goes you know like kind of low pressure it's like bonus birds yeah. it is man. Yeah. yeah it's your bonus birds after the season um if there's any uh property owners or private property leases or leasers out there that are interested in donating uh part of your property or taking veterans out uh cwa is veteran hunt program and cwa we can we will uh offer you blanket insurance coverage for that that weekend so oh, you'll be 100 percent covered in insurance um if you guys are looking to get these guys out and we can provide you with volunteer guides or you guys can be your own guides and take these guys or gals out oh that's cool that yeah. is cool yeah a lot of you guys that yeah you know, i don't know how many landowners listen to this but hey i recommend help out man. there's a few for sure yeah. there's a few yeah. so so mike you uh you're pretty busy from from october probably really september or august even i don't know when when your busy season starts but from till then till what march i mean you're well we're just talking waterfowl yeah. but you do all hunts and fishing so this is yeah. year round it is it is a year-round gig yeah it'll traditionally so october will go into like selection uh mode right and we'll get guys out we try and unless it's a a follow-up hunt that somebody bailed on it could be late notice or last minute um could be a cancellation but We'll at least try and get them selected within two weeks, no more than or no later than two weeks out, um, so they have plenty of time to get ready. But yes, October it starts, yeah, uh, selection mode, and then it goes all the way in through February's Lake Goose. Uh, we do pop up goose hunts at different properties throughout the Delta, up in uh, North Willows, Williams area as well, Maxwell. Um, but the uh, it's constantly go right and then we run into the banquet in march so you're done with duck season and the goose thing and then you're full-fledged into the banquet because we're already prepping for the banquet right now right the committee yeah. and whatnot and then uh march the banquet's done you get all that dialed in sent to cwa in april and you wipe your hands clear of it so you got like may june right <laughs> and uh <laughs> then july break. yeah july august it's uh planning for next year's hunts right um working with uh, Jeff and Carson, Mike Peters, all those guys on next season stuff coming up. But I mean, we're ordering uh, swag and stuff for hunts in April. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's constantly a go. It's nothing's as fast as just five months, four or five months. But you get a little bit of a break there, and then that's when the real job picks up, which uh, works out pretty good yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we've talked to a couple guides on this show, and um, one of the things that it always sticks out to me is man these these dudes work hard for that 90 days right they're like they're not sleeping in for for a solid three months and for you you it sounds like you got like five months between your you know regular regular day-to-day job plus this volunteer gig that you're working yeah it's it's uh it's quite a bit but it's manageable you know it's all about time management and the only reason that it works the way that it does is because we have such good help That's cool. the volunteer guides that we've got and uh, the people at CWA that help out so much and provide what they provide for these veterans. Um, that's why it works. That's why the banquet is so great. It's because of the committee, right? I'm kind of here just directing traffic. I've got to be at some of the stuff, you know, right. and make sure everything's going as, as planned, but it's because of the help, you know, veterans themselves, the people that are not veterans that help out. Uh, John's one of them. Uh, my dad's one of them. We've got guys that help out as volunteers for the veteran hunt program that you don't have to be a veteran, right? You just want to help out. So, yeah. That's oh, why it's that's, so successful because yeah. the, the help. Yeah, that's cool. There's good people in duck hunting. I always say the worst thing about duck hunting is duck hunters, but there's some good duck hunters. You know there what I is, mean? Yeah, you know what I mean. I say that kind of joking. It's but the I worst mean, and best thing. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. But no, that sounds great that you got all these people in there. It's just like you volunteering, you know, their time helping this out. And I mean, it seems like it's growing every year, huh? Oh man, it's <laughs> it's yeah, it's quadrupled in the last probably. Four four or five years um it's 
it's gotten big. And uh, last year we had, a, I think it was just over 650 veterans out in the season. Well, actually, that's with a couple fishing trips and uh, bear trips to Idaho that we'll do. Send guys up to Alaska through uh, Send a Vet Foundation. They'll pay for the airfare and stuff like that. Wow. Um, oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, so those aren't big number hunts, but the waterfowl hunts is where we, you know, we really build up our numbers. And the only way we do that is because of private property owners or leasers and guys that are taking guys on their own hunts at their own properties. I mean, we, 650 that's not a that's not a number to sneeze at that's a high that's a lot of a lot of veterans you're getting out there doing something that, in the outdoors it was a lot man that was uh, that was the record so far i don't know that we're gonna beat it beat it this year just because of the type of season that yeah. we all know we've had yeah. you know i don't have in moon lake we've got access to that seven days a week and multiple different properties are part of moon lake and that right. property owner but uh it's hard to stay motivated sometimes yep. for volunteers right i mean you go out a month in a row and you kill five or six ducks i mean that's not real good you know it's no. not gonna keep you going but they they continue to go and we've got the help that wants to go and we've got guys that are knows that you can't kill them on the couch so that's that's our motto we're out there every day so yeah yeah i can't imagine many records are getting broke this year except no. for me. <laughs> <laughs> number no. of uh goose eggs yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, that would be a record for sure. Yeah. I think I feel like that's my record this year. Oh, I feel like I would agree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's been rough. It's been rough, man. And like I say, we're out there two times, maybe sometimes three times a week, and yeah, it's been rough. I mean, yeah. I remember <laughs> last last year there was like a week that I went with, and it was around you know a little after Christmas that I went without shooting anything, and uh, I was pitching a fit, pouting at home. I can't believe the season sucks, you know. Well, and you, then you held on over here too long. Yeah, I did at did the D ten. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I'm going to Sutter. Yeah, but then as soon as as soon as I started killing birds again, I'm like, oh, this is awesome, you know. <laughs> and then I'm like, it's okay, that's fine. It's, it's that's the worst it's gonna ever get, you yeah. know. It's like and then, and now then we this year. comes 2023, 2024 season. It's like, whoa, uh, yeah, <laughs> this is wild. I don't think anybody saw it coming either right everybody's like oh awesome we got all the crops on the ground we got access to water and just nothing it's just well weather up north right it hasn't frozen i think it's all that i mean obviously that all this water has a huge effect because they're spread out yep but i mean like the bypass didn't flood this year so that's not everything to do with it yeah just and I, I don't know. It's I, all right. We're duck hunters. There's always next season. There is. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep coming back. It's not gonna, not gonna stop us. That's for damn well, sure. And I got my spring goal, and we're gonna get it done. My spring goal is to get Robert to catch a striper. Robert hates fishing with a red hot passion. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I've never fished before. No, you have fished. I understand, and, and I'm far from a fisherman. I'm an yeah. idiot. I can use a bait caster and shit. Don't get me I wrong. I just totally but. gave it up a while ago. I know, but yeah. you, you've proclaimed to me yes. several times that fishing is something I can't say on here. I got a bait but, caster right behind you. Oh, really? Yeah, See, oh, it's yeah. hanging, it's hanging well, on. He, he's the only guy in Marysville that doesn't <laughs> stripe or fish. <laughs> that's true. It feels and like I, that. Yeah. yeah. And I, anyway, that's my spring goal is to get him to catch a striper. Right on. Just one, I bet not a shaker. He's got to get a keeper. And, I mean, I... It's also my goal to maybe catch a fish, too. We, we talked about this, how I'm the biggest loser hunter. If you over do my overlook of the season, I haven't killed fucking anything since dove season. You know what I mean? It started. It was a shitty dove, shitty deer, shitty duck. I mean, so. Well, you didn't want the boat. You said last summer you were going to go out there and hit I'm the river. I'm full of shit. I just went to the bar. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean it this year, though. It's a different year, man. I'm getting out there. I, I totally understand that, though. I like, you know, going out deep sea fishing and stuff to look at, but I got buddies that do the bass tournaments and all that shit. It is crazy boring to me. It's like, yeah. you know, uh, I could sit in a duck blind for four, five, six hours and not see a duck. That's fine. But go sit on a bass boat and drive around and keep doing that silly stuff. Striper fishing, that's cool. Um, but I would I'd much rather be catching than fishing. Yeah, yeah, I'm a catcher too. That's yeah. kind of what got me out of it. I was kind of had a kind of I had a good run, just planter trout at Inglebright and stuff. But I had a good run there for a couple of years. Kind of lived so close, and it's like, oh, this is great. And then it kind of dried up. It's like, fuck this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I didn't uh, deep. Not deep sea, but I don't know how I don't know what's considered deep sea. But I've done like the ocean salmon thing. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah that's pretty high action. Yeah, I, I like action. Yeah, I do too. And that's you know, there's another trip that uh, uh, Captain James uh, with Cal Don does every year. Um, and 
who are the guys that that buy that every year uh, anyways great family that they buy at uh, the blackhawk banquet and donate it back to the veteran hunt program and oh, um, cool yeah Udy, uh, john Udy, Udy family and uh, captain james has an outstanding trip on the Caledon outside the gate sometimes the Farallons inside the gate that's another real good trip to the veteran hunt program it's a good one that's cool yeah that's cool have you ever, you know total side conversation but getting back into something i do like duck hunting <laughs> <laughs> have you ever uh have you ever gone duck hunting on uh saltwater uh no i can't no actually i have uh black brant hunting when uh, i think it was more it was morro bay as a junior for junior weekend years ago with uh, that was Dan Sozi and his son, Danny Sozi, and my dad. That's the only salt water that I've ever hunted. Uh, yeah, I've never done it, but we've talked it. We've threatened it. We have. We should go. Times. Yeah. I know that. Dude. We should go. Smoking these divers on the bay. Don't that sound fun? It does. So I we know uh, Melinda Dodds is her name, and she runs a, uh outfit serviced in that diver hunts and stuff yeah that'd be a kick in the ass i think I'm sure it's fun i just yeah. what do you do with all them fish pill tasting I, I mean what do you do with the snow geese throw them in a sausage pile yeah i guess you just do the same thing yeah. you just put them in a grind pile probably right yeah. but i think that'd be fun as shit yeah i think yeah. so too it's, i mean it's just this would have been the year to be done. doing it because i've seen him posting on there a couple of the guys that do it and it's like they're they're getting their freaking oh yeah divers, so. yeah Shooting scoters and all <laughs> yeah, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty well, cool. You got San Francisco skyline in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at some point, they're going to outlaw. When they figure out they're, they're doing it, yep. odds are they're, what, they're shooting ducks in the bay. You know, at some point. It, we better know, hurry up then, huh? I think we probably should because I you just know the way this world is. I mean, they... They've now I'm going to venture into territory that I know nothing about, so <laughs> now I'm risking sounding like an idiot. But you know how, like one of the things we found on this podcast recently, talking to people, is how a lot of our specs will actually come from Alaska straight to California, cross the Pacific Ocean, raft mm-hmm. in the ocean. So I bet a lot of those diver ducks. The reason that that hunting doesn't really slow down is they probably do the same thing. There's no reason for them to go go through Canada and Washington and Oregon. Yeah, could be. They that probably just sense. come straight from Alaska to, to California, across the Pacific. Yeah, it makes total sense. I mean, I'm, if they I'm have enough food, here. you know, yeah. they're feeding on all the fish and the seaweed and all that yeah. nasty crap. Why would they come back more inland? But that makes sense for the specs. When I heard that, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. That's why we see them early yeah. every year here. Yeah. And, and it doesn't seem like the, uh, the lack of big push from Canada for the ducks has really affected the geese. Yeah, for sure. Right? Most definitely yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and there's, we've, I know for a fact we've got specs that are that are local now, right? The specs that yeah, don't leave. They're here all sure. season long, like for Gadwall and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they're going to turn into friggin' honkers at the park. I know. They are. Yeah. They are. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was uh, on the Yuba City bike trail in, like, late April, and there was a ton of snow geese flying over that bike trail. Really? Yeah, yeah a couple of years ago. I was, you know, it was wild. I'm like, it, it was hot. I'm in a short sleeve shirt and yeah. shorts, you know, riding the bike. Dude, they'll stay uh, down by Essex and Simmons River Preserve um, just to the north of that. So, like, south side of Elk Grove. Yeah. Just to the west of Five. They'll stay down there to, like, May. Yeah. Just hanging crazy. out on green grass. Yeah, that's another thing I haven't seen yet this year is the geese. They haven't feeding gotten on the grass They yet. haven't gotten on the grass. Yeah, Some maybe a water. little bit. But, yeah, and it's, I mean, our access of north is basically flooded because, uh, they got $5 an acre foot, so farmers are flooding for decomp right. instead of burning diesel. And then there's not many birds down on the Delta Islands. Well, Bolden Island is, I mean, loaded. But as far as like Isleton, Rio Vista, and Dixon, we've got a, a good friend out of Dixon. And um, there's he hears geese at night, but they're not even piling up in there. So yeah. I it's mean, weird. Saw, yeah, like danger close and that. That's I mean, they're, yeah. they're still on the water for them guys, man. It but. is, man, yeah. yeah that's, and that's a pain in the butt for sure. Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot of goose guys that normally are making plenty of money, and this year it's probably like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to do all that work. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I know – I mean, there's still guys getting geese. I actually uh, – I was at KC and Gridley last night, and I seen a dude come in in waders, and he said, Hey, I'm pulled around back. we got 70 geese. And I'm like, Whoa. Oh. I was like, oh, i got to go check this out. <laughs> hey, nice. Yeah. Who was so, you with? Well, I found out today. I posted it, and some guy, one of our listeners, reached out to me. I should give him a plug. That was nice of him. Let's see here. What was this dude's name? There's so many messages. It's so hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was High Five Guide Service. I don't oh, remember the dude's name. That's uh, your guys that were... Oh, no, oh. it's Ryan Hoskins. Uh, this must be one of his guides, I'm guessing. Um 
Joshua Marshall. Okay, and I think Ryan Hoskins is uh, one of the main guys in that high five. Good for them. Right on. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it looks like they smoked him, and I, I, I don't know how if he recognized the geese, or I don't know how he recognized the guys in the video or what, but he's like, that was high five guide services. Not ah, good for you, man. So yeah. we're giving you a free plug. Good stuff, Don't know guys. you guys. Love you guys. You ever want to come on and talk? You <laughs> talk to about anybody, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. We talked about this a little bit off air, and I still want to do it someday. You know, in in and mind you, we are not in this industry at all. We are duck hunters that talk on a podcast machine. But you always you, there's names you come across, and everybody goes, "That guy's a dick." And I'm not saying this all about high. I don't know anything about high fives. So don't relate this with that. Certain other ones, I think sometimes we might try to get some of these guys in on the off season and just say, "Hey, everybody says you're an asshole. Tell me why you're not." Yeah, I think that might be interesting. You know, it is. It's a good call. Yeah, yeah, it's a very good call because sometimes. You know, people believe all of what they hear, and they don't hear, see it firsthand. That's why I was judging everybody. When I, you know, and I always judge them. I mean, I, I had taken into consideration, but I always judge them. I mean, there's a couple of people, they got to name names, have been on the show that I've heard are caduceus, and no, they're cool as fuck. Yeah. So you guys they, heard I was an asshole, and then looking at Oh, like yeah, this. yeah. I heard you're a real piece <laughs> of now, shit. Now we can actually, yeah, uh, we did just no, hear it. We can confirm it. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, freaking oh, funny. It's no longer a rumor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's been. Uh, I, mean, I wish we'd have got more birds today, but no. It's, I'm so glad you come up and done this. Yeah, man. it's been oh, fun. Cool. Freaking, thank you guys. It was a pleasure's all mine. I was I had a great time. Really, really fun getting to know you guys. I have to continue to do it. Yeah, like I say, uh, I promise next year it'll be better. We'll bring you back when there's actually birds around, but. Yeah. <laughs> well, if if nothing else, Mike, we'll uh, we'll see you in March at the dinner. Yeah, buddy. And, uh, well, I'll and, see him before that. Yeah, yeah. And Seriously. and hopefully uh, our listeners, hopefully we get a couple more tables filled. But you know, although it sounds like they kind of fill themselves, so folks better hop on there while they can. But um, yeah, I think that's going to be for the Filthy Spoon podcast. That's be a great way to end the season. Yeah. Most definitely. It is. It's yeah. a good time. Yeah, and thank you guys for supporting the Veteran Hunt Program and all that you guys do. Well, thank it's been great. you, man. Yeah. It's yeah. near and dear to our hearts, you know. Robert's a veteran. I'm a stolen valor guy that rides on the coattails of my daughter that's out fighting for our freedom <laughs> as we speak. Right on. And, uh, you know, we thank you for your service and yes, CWA in general, everything they do. We love CWA. I know it almost sounds like a CWA infomercial on this. Thing, <laughs> some some episodes, yeah. But we, we just, we love them. They're yeah. good. To, you know, they're good people. And we, we, we do. You know, and we, we're idiots. We're nobody from nowhere, and they've been nothing but good to us. And, you know, you're not really here on the half, behalf of CWA. You're here on right. behalf of Mike Kellogg. Yes, sir. Yeah. But you're... You know, and of course, we want you to talk about the veteran hunt program, but uh, yep. and, and we talk about just the general hunt program a lot too because we've we've gone on it, um, the dove hunt. Yeah, you've been this on year. I've been hunts. on a couple one. I mean, we we put in for them. It's not just you know the veteran hunt programs. Obviously, its own thing. That's really it's kind of a unique, cool thing they do. But they have a general hunt program that anyone can put in for, and and we've put in for it, and we've gone on some cool hunts. You know, well before this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it has nothing to do with that. It's all. Fair and square, and uh, it's a good, great organization, great hunt program. Yeah, I, I agree. These guys were actually just talking in the blind earlier about um, some of the techs that they have out there and just everybody at CWA and how professional and yeah, squared away and stuff, and I, I agree with that for sure. There's nothing in it for me to say that, but so I agree yeah. with it. You know, no, That's totally. kind of how we are. We didn't get no skin in the game. CDOA, yeah. CWA doesn't give us any preferable treatment or anything. We just, yeah. We're members, and we're... Yeah, you you're know. a life member. I'm going to be a life member yep. come duck days. I, I made the He's pledge. He's getting off his wallet. Uh, <laughs> yep. uh, it's rare to see. Night. You might want to see this with your own eyes. I, I, made, I made the pledge. I'm going to be there for that yeah. one. I said, next duck days, I will sign up as a CWA life member. Yes. And yes. I'm going to Good. I told my wife, she said, uh, she's like, I don't even want to know how much that costs. I said, $8,000. <laughs> then you no. can burn the other $1,300 yeah. or $7,000, right? When she right. finds out it's cheaper. Yeah. It's like, oh, no big deal. I've already I've set thinking. some high expectations yeah. there. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, That's good. Uh, yeah. That'll be fun. We'll have to make a little big deal of that. We might do an, an Instagram Live or something like that. We yeah. still don't know how to do that. we got to do I'll that. I'll get my crap. membership number tattooed on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> I already got mine, man. No, <laughs> oh, man. Well, I guess we got anything else? No, I mean, hopefully we see everyone on the 23rd of March at the dinner. Like I said, Filthy Spoon's going to have a table. 
come say hi. I'm sure Mike will be there socializing oh, yeah. and, you know, say hi to Mike. Yeah. If, if you're a veteran, apply for the program. If you're not, apply for the general hunt program. I mean, there's a lot of cool things going on, and we're just going to keep this duck hunting thing going. Um, you know, I think I, – I don't I don't know what the future holds, but I, I see some potential. We're going to, you know, make duck hunting – have a comeback, make right? Let's get more people doing again. this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make duck hunting great. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about in the blind that people need things to look forward to. They need, they need to be outdoors. They need to recreate. It doesn't have to be duck hunting for for us. It is, but you know, people like different things. But find something that you like and go out and have fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Well, that's it. I got to take a leak. I think we're out of here. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Robert. And be sure to check him out. Hey, you're on the social media stuff. Yes, sir. What's your handle? Uh, Facebook is just under Mike Kellogg. And uh, the Instagram is Dead Ducks, I believe, 5150, I believe. Yeah. Okay. You hear that, guys? Look him up. Give him a follow. Tell him to get better on that Instagram machine. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. See you guys. We'll Thanks, talk guys. to you soon.